0: Darren, we are in a brand new
1: miniseries. Oh man, it's sad to let the last one go, but excited for new
0: adventures. Yes, this is episode 103. We've broken over. We're in triple digits. That's a lot of numbers to say. We're old ladies in podcast years. Yes, I wonder what the conversion rate is on that. (laughs) It's like dog years. Oh man. Podcast years. (laughs) Dang, we're Uh, old. Okay, so the new book is Atomic Habits by James Clear, and the tagline is an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones.
1: I know all of us can think of some bad habits that we know we probably need to let go of.
0: If you can't think of one, ask your best friend or your spouse.
1: I bet they'll help. (laughs) So helpful. All the time. (laughs) Maybe not. Just pick the right moment. It's
0: out of love, if I say, with all due respect... And then say it.
1: What's love got to do? Got to do with it. With it. Man, that's Is that another done. jaw rule? Yes. Oh, man. Gotta do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could imitate jaw rule, man. We'll work on that. I've got a special place in my heart for that person. We got the
1: symbols down, right? <laughs> <laughs> for the record. No. Do you it. You always do it better than me.
0: No, I'm sandpaper. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> See? No, you've taught me. I do the P like lip thing and you just you get it every time
0: <laughs> well that's a really long intro to atomic habits <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have a habit of segueing smoothly so here we go that's who we are as people we we are we need a new identity
0: sounds good we'll get into that in a little bit so the way the book study mini series is broken down this time there's going to be six parts to the book part and today is part one of part one.
1: Yes, and if you're new to the mini series style, we follow it up with three interviews and we interview real life human beings that are doing <laughs> big things and they're living out the principles in the book we're covering. That's
0: true. Not to be confused with animals or aliens.
1: Mm. Yes. Go. Human beings. Beings? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you gotta
0: say it. Beings. <laughs> Beans. Human beings, Beans. Human Beans. Is so that the Nebraska and you come coming out? Is that what they... Oh. No.
1: I just feel like a countryside is coming out today. Welcome. So there you go.
0: I'm proud of you.
1: Theater. That's another one. Theater. Alright, so James Clear, he's a pretty neat guy. He has a really unique and interesting story, doesn't he, Brooke?
0: He sure does. So we have a place in our hearts for college athletes, and James Clear was one. But before this, when he was in high school, he wasn't even really thinking necessarily hardcore baseball college player he actually ended up taking a full swing of a bat to his face he almost died so he has this whole story full of details if you're into the medical stuff or if that's what you're into he goes and describes it do you remember the blowing his nose part
1: um no but
0: don't remind me i I won't but it is (laughs) i visualized it and i can't unsee it so there's that so basically, the way he recovered from this critical, almost deadly injury, and in, he transformed himself into a really solid baseball player. Hey,
1: if, who doesn't love a comeback story?
0: Yes, not only that, but he figured out, he basically cracked the code on how to get 1% better every day. So you'll hear him say that throughout the book if you listen or read uh atomic habits but he talks about how he did this with his study skills. Oh, well, can I do this with my baseball skills? Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay, well, can I do this with whatever pocket of life and he ends up being able to find a system that works,
1: which is a good point to bring up that this idea or concept will apply to anybody for any purpose. That's
0: true. Yep. And even at the so a lot of times when people get through this book, they say um, okay, James, cool, but how do I make my kids have Atomic Habits, or how can I involve this in my business? Well, if you buy the book or buy the audiobook, he con- he constantly lists out where you can find resources, and he has added bonus chapters about how to apply it to parenting or how to apply it to business. Super cool.
1: Yep. If you haven't got your copy, be sure you check it out at our blog site, wittyandgritty.blog forward
0: slash Atomic Habits 103. It sounds good, 103. Mm-hmm. Okay. Part one of part one, officially starting. Yes. With chapter one. Yes. No so surprise there.
1: Part one is called The Fundamentals, Why Tiny Changes Make a Big Difference. Chapter one, The Surprising Power of Atomic Habits.
0: So this book, I get to nerd out, so that's always exciting, but it's like the slight edge meets, uh, meets um, switch on your brain meets grit. Like if you combine different principles from those three books, it equals atomic habits, which is really cool.
1: I definitely feel like this is a accumulation of yes. all the topics we've covered in the last couple years. And we love actionable, practical steps around here. So it's not just, oh, that's a neat idea. Now I got to go find somewhere else on how to do it. He's got you covered.
0: Right. And if you have listened to our grit mini series episodes 19 through 25, that's going to be a really good foundation for this book, or the Switch on Your Brain miniseries. So one of the main points he brings up in Chapter 1 is that habits are the compound interest of self-improvement, and getting 1% better every day is going to count for a lot in the long run. Just like how after you have a kid, you're not going to bounce back the next day unless you're a freak of nature, which, congratulations, because one of, someone needs to have that superpower. Someone's
1: got to. You know, on the bell curve, there's always the you know, top of the cream to of the crop. There has to be top. Yeah. And then there's a bottom where, and you're not alone. You are not alone. Um, yes, I'm not alone. No, stop it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so one thing that I took away from this first chapter was that small changes um, don't seem to make a big difference. And given the life phase that we're in. I'm speaking for both of us, Mm -hmm. making small changes oftentimes feels like a really big change, (laughs) and then it's hard to stay motivated. I think motivation's a big word in our community, like how do you stay motivated, Um, and it's hard to stay motivated when those quote-unquote small changes aren't giving you immediate results, and so I love the illustration, I've shared it before, but I'll share it again, of the ice cube. In the freezer, and so if the freezer is at you know zero degrees and it moves up five degrees, you're not going to see the ice cube melt. And then not at ten degrees, not at fifteen. And man, I went up fifteen degrees and nothing's changing about this ice cube. Imagine stopping when you get to thirty, and you're like, man, someone on the outside's looking like if you had gone three more degrees, that sucker would be melting. So I just, it has me wondering how many times do we quit or give up on a good intention, something that we were originally motivated for, because we're not sticking around to see the long-term results.
0: I love that ice cube analogy. I'm such a visual person. And how I've also, we've talked about it before, it's the person standing on the podium, but it's the view from the backside and the podium is built out of little bricks that say like hard work, sleepless nights recovery injury it has all the things that they actually went through to get to the top a lot of times people will be like wow that person came out of nowhere they were an overnight success no 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 they weren't if you dig deep enough you're like "Ooh, the beginning so like if you go back to our first episode i have not listened to it and i don't know if i ever will but (laughs) just one of those like "Mm." there we go you gotta start somewhere yeah
1: look at us now agreed chapter two how your habits shape your identity, and vice versa.
0: Mm, this is a good one. It's that whole perspective shift. So once you realize you're not the thing that you do, I mean, like, it, I mentioned it maybe a few episodes ago where I broke out of the co- the coaching and I had a hard time being done with coaching because I identified as a soccer player slash athlete slash coach my whole life when really I should have had my identity found founded in Christ. So that little mindset shift there. And Farron, you've mentioned it a couple times before. You use the phrase, what would a healthy person do in this instance? Or what would an athletic person do in this instance? Or what would a self-disciplined or whatever your vice is?
1: What would a patient mom ah. do in this instance? <laughs> yeah. Um, what would the mom that I wanna be do in this situation? Mm-hmm. Yep, and sometimes it's tough love, and sometimes mommy needs a timeout. It
0: just depends. Everyone needs a timeout every once in a while.
1: Please. What do I got to do to get a timeout?
0: (laughs) You're doing one right now. Good job, Farron. You're with me. What'd we do? No, we're here, and we're not... uh... Oh, we didn't get in trouble? That's good. (laughs) Okay, so one of the points that I liked in this chapter was your identity emerges out of your habits, and every action you do is a vote for the type of person you're going to be. So when you are in those moments, like, ooh... Should I eat the bowl of ice cream? No, eat one scoop.
1: Yes, you can be <laughs> or, like or some <laughs> people and leave the spoon in the tub of ice cream <laughs> in the freezer. And then you don't have to even wash it so often. Just one scoop.
0: And sure, if you're trying to like wean off of things, like we've talked about this with social media. If you can't cold turkey something, then okay, then I'm not going to do this. This night of the week or during these hours. Like, I'm not going to have dessert every night this week. Maybe I'll just pick two nights. Whatever, again, whatever your vice is or whatever your goal is and whatever system you're putting in place, a way to think about that is, how am I going to cast my vote right now in this moment? Yes. Um so back
1: or still on this topic talking about your beliefs and how it becomes your identity. I see this a lot with the students I work with. So I work with students that have been identified as having dyslexia and it, the later that they're identified, um the more that I see they've taken on the identity that they are dumb or they are stupid or they can't read. And so um, what I love about my job is it's definitely reading instruction, but it's also a whole lot of therapy and reframing how their outlook on themselves and their abilities. So um, I do, I tell them a lot that, you know, I'm going to believe in you until you can believe in yourself and you are not dumb. You have dyslexia, but guess what that means? We know you can learn to read And so I kill them with science and facts to combat their lies that they tell themselves. (laughs) And um, I talk to them a lot about uh, the brain and how when you release, when you have those negative emotions, it releases those toxic chemicals, the negative chemicals in your head and it affects your long-term memory and learning. And so that's where it starts, starting with facts. And I think that's what a lot of people can do too. We talk a lot about holding up what you hear between your ears to God's truth in the Bible. Um and starting with that truth and then building from there.
0: Yeah, and if you are wanting more brain sciencey episodes so you can have that evidence, it's switch on your brain, episodes fifty five through sixty two. Had to look that one up. You can't bat a thousand. <laughs> no one bats a thousand. I'm not Jesus. Okay, you're point nine nine nine.
1: I don't know how many nines they put on the baseball things, but eh, you're
0: I... straight nines. Sure. From a I, nine. <laughs> I don't really know all the baseball facts, but if you are also having trouble with the between your earsness, we did, that's a word, we did a mini-series on Jenny Allen's Get Out of Your Head, and that starts on episode 84, and it goes through 91, so there's that if you needed to use those two things.
1: The good news is, you can change your identity, and James Clear talks about using your habits to do that. Um, And so we'll get into it a little bit more later, but every time you choose, choice is a big part of this, to um, do a positive habit, right, because habits could be a good or bad habit, Mm -hmm. um, you're voting for your new identity. And so again, back to the students I work with, I use a lot of their data and where we're at in the dyslexia program to show them how far they've come. And so I bet you guys could do that too. I bet you could look back on a time when you know, you were further behind than where you are today. Right. And so it's important to stop and take a look at where you are. And that, again, for good and bad, maybe you don't think it's a bad habit. Maybe you need to take a look back five years ago and look at you know, your health or your quality of life or where you're at in your career. And then maybe you'll see like, oh, maybe this is having a bigger negative impact than I thought it was. So
0: I like how you're referencing 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, particularly the reflection piece of it. And I'm really glad we started out with that book because it just set up a great foundation. So that's episodes one through eight. But there was a, a big bit where we talked about reflection and we talk about journaling all the time. So being able to look back and see how God's got you through certain things or you've been able to crack the code or he's helped you or you've found community... Look at all those little breadcrumbs. What is it? Success Leaves Breadcrumbs? Success Leaves about.
1: Trails. It yeah. could be trails of breadcrumbs.
0: Right. Hansel and Gretel. Who knows?
1: Or Pringles. Yes. I would follow that you trail. You are a chip person. <laughs> I love Ooh, a good a chip. chip. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, that is funny. Okay. Chapter three, which is titled, How to Build Better Habits in Four Simple Steps. And I like how he throws in all the psychology. He... Is well-versed in all this stuff. He talks about case study after case study, and he has come up with the four... It's called the habit loop. So it's the cue, craving, response, reward. So the cue could be... So think Pavlov's dog. He ended up being able to get his dog to salivate just by ringing a bell once he got through the experiment. So what's the cue? And that cue is going to trigger a craving, which is going to trigger you to do something, and then you get the reward. yes. And I know that this can
1: sound um, overwhelming. Me as an Enneagram 9 is like, oh my gosh, so much energy to exert on these habits they're talking about. But let me tell you, having read the whole book, I'm not going to give anything away yet. But he says here in this chapter that the purpose of habits is to solve the problems of life, get this, with as little energy and effort as possible. Hello, nines. So, yeah, if you've read other habit books and it's been uh, complicated and there's, it's been hard to stick with, this book is set up with the idea that we're going to try to have better habits with as little energy and effort as possible. And I, I'm telling you, it's possible. So stick around. We'll show you.
0: Right. We're on the other side of reading the book, so it makes sense in our heads. So just stick with it like Farron was saving, saying. So that habit loop, that cue, craving, response, reward... He has taken those habit loop laws and has helped you come up with a system on creating a good habit or getting a, rid of a bad habit. So that would be, if the cue is the first law, then it would be make it obvious. So if you that could be a vision board, that could be putting your shoes right by your bed if you're going to go work out in the morning. Well, and we'll get into all of that. The second law is craving, so making it, making the habit attractive. Third law is response, so making the habit easy. And then the fourth law is reward, making it satisfying. And like you were saying, and it can sound overwhelming right now in this first episode, but we will break it down for you step by step. And for you to read further, he breaks it down even more and gives. He's so good at exit. He is so good at examples. And I love that about this book.
1: I do too. So, all my nine friends, did you hear that? Third law, make it easy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> and threes.
1: <laughs> if you're still on the fence about whether to continue reading or not, he does bring up. And these are questions I've asked myself before. It's like, why do I keep doing the thing that I don't want to do? Or I said I was going to do it and I couldn't stick with it. And I know it's important, but I don't make time for it anyways. So if that is you and you've had that self-reflection, then this is definitely the book for you.
0: Right. In this, in this whole section, part one, he talks about how everyone's goal might be the same. Like everyone in the NFL wants to win the Super Bowl. But only one team gets to do it. So it's not having that specific goal that gets you there. It's the process and the system that you're doing that gets you to achieve your goal. So this book is about implementing a system that has worked over the course of time through any pocket of life.
1: I'm glad you brought up the goal thing. Because if you're like, I've done all this work. I know that these goals are aligned. I know that I have my you know, low, medium, high goals. Why am I still not making progress? Next step are your habits and your systems.
0: Right, so we will get to that next week, so stay tuned, everybody. Talk to you later. We help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful lives. We love providing
1: our Christian-based personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission by donating
0: to our Patreon, We're a small team creating the show for our community by researching, recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you can receive exclusive access. For more details on specific membership tiers, visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash wittyandgritty. We've included the link in the show notes.